now recording. There he is, there he is again, recording what we say. <laughs> That's our new opening theme song. Oh, God, no, not that. <laughs> Welcome to a podcast <laughs> called Title. There he is again. <laughs> he is <laughs> recording what we say. Uh, are all you right. ready, Root? Try all this shit again. <laughs> are we? <laughs> at least, at least we didn't start telling a story and have all of that happen and then That's true. The I think the moral of this story get it is uh always save your work kids is that what the moral was i don't think saving had anything to do with this particular issue (laughs) this was called ari's got technical difficulties (laughs) you know you're right but we remedied that (laughs) did we did we is that what we want to call it (laughs) Everything that happened up till now is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Ari, there's the episode name. Episode three. Everything that happened up till now is garbage. That's garbage. (laughs) For the worst episode. (laughs) Oh my god, what's happening to us? Our minds are melting out of our ears. Fuck off. Alright. The following podcast is rated NSFW. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a podcast called Title with Elon's sister and Ari's brother. Give us titles and we'll give you stories. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening. We just started the episode too, which is is super out of context for the listeners, Daredevil. But uh, if you're wondering, uh, for the context, we started recording at like eleven thirty nine a.m. We have not stretched our kneecaps in over two hours. Oh my god! Oh oh my god! Thank you. Yes, stretch your kneecap. Always remember, you gotta stretch the kneecaps. I, I almost want to say that, and don't forget to stretch your kneecap. <laughs> I know that's check your inbox, but still. Alrighty, well. Hello, Wait, we, kids. It's been a we, day. <laughs> was that start? Are we? Are we in it? I think we're in it now. All I right, don't know. Do you want to do the opening again? (laughs) No, no, I think... (laughs) Should we? (laughs) It's a weird day, folks. You're getting a weird episode. Welcome to episode three, the weird episode. I fear for the stories that we told. Is this episode three? Is this only episode fucking three? (laughs) This is only episode fucking three, Ari. I'm sorry, but things happened. So we're going to record three, four, hopefully five, six today, if possible. <laughs> You're so mad at me. Uh, I know. Right. I know. No, dude, I know. I know. Hey, I know. how do you think I felt? I almost broke my computer, remember? <laughs> also, it's super toasty in my room, so I'm just getting sweaty. So, uh... All right, listen up. Here's the deal. We had... <laughs> We had some lovely people join our Discord, and we did. they gave we us did. they gave us some titles. They did. They and did. And so we're gonna give them stories because we that's will. what we're supposed to do, or not. <laughs> Hopefully, all right. We'll try. So, hey, hey, hey. We'll try. <laughs> so, this most sacred of episode threes. Because the most been holiest of day, episode three. <laughs> The Holy Trinity episode. Uh, We are going to select... wait. We're not a religious podcast. A podcast called Title. Semicolon. Not a religious podcast. podcast. Uh, We are going to select some of the lovely titles sent in by the lovely people who joined the Discord. And by lovely people, we mean people like Pibber and 
Srubindog. Srubindog. And, and Moonstone, Moonstone Silence. Because that's what we're doing today. And Rave. And well, yeah, Ian but. Morkfi, and okay, just but I don't shouting know him out. Okay, I don't know if we're going to get... A, okay, yeah, no, shout him out. That's good, that's good. Yeah, there we go. We're going to do a new, a small new feature corner on a podcast <laughs> called Title. Uh, this is a true story that happened to one of us. Um, we were at home celebrating a a family event, and we were with, you know, my, my parents and, and Ari's brother's <laughs> parents, and we... <laughs> Uh, by the way, if you're curious, you are what their Ari's names brother. Are, if you if you are curious, <laughs> fuck. If you're curious about what our parents' names are, they're obviously Ari and Elon's mom and dad. Yes. Um, so Ari and Elon's mom and dad were were hosting a little event, and we were we were at, and Elon found the tone the uh, 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 Ari's brother <laughs> found the particular tone of a wine glass to be excellent. And so, uh, in attempting to get the tone, Elon <laughs> Elon used the 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 the, the skull bone across his forehead uh, as a uh, as 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 a mallet, if you will, to get the sound. And uh, he was told not to because it could break the glass <laughs> because I was hitting a glass against myself. And he he denied that and said, no, 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 it's fine. I know what I'm doing. I'm making a but tone. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen to the tone. <laughs> and then he, he broke the glass over his own head uh, like, like a fool. <laughs> Full shattered everywhere. And honestly... They think they would have been upset, but it was so fucking stupid that they just started laughing. Yeah, it was very hard to be mad at me because I was, uh, it, it, it was so stupid. Uh, it, it exceeded comprehension how dumb it was. It was, it was, I would not go back and stop doing it because it was funny. Elon and Ari's mom was Crying, crying, like laughing, laughing yes. Yes, yes. for like she could not breathe. Fifty minutes afterwards, we like almost five her, zero, yeah. we went to like go watch a movie together or something, and she was still wheezing. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, titles. <laughs> Welcome to a podcast called Title. Thank you, listeners. Welcome back. This is episode three or episode ninety-seven, depending on how you count. With us, it's the last episode. Um, the, uh, we, uh, we, as uh, as you know, Elon's sister said, we have some uh, listeners who threw out some awesome shit here. Uh, we we have a few people. Uh, so. You know, we we are really appreciative of them, and we're glad they're they you know they're out here building our community. And if you are curious about it and want to join the community, definitely let us know at uh, what's our social. You're so good at it. Uh, you can you can DM us at APCT official on Instagram. Yes, and then we'll go through your 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 DMs, and uh, if you have a suggestion or a request to join the uh, the Discord, we'll happily bring you into the Discord. You just have to follow a couple rules, and then we'll bring you into our title tossers, and you'll throw out title ideas, and we'll do them at some point, hopefully. Well, the more we have, the more unlikely it is people will get titles read. But, but the bigger the well, the funnier the humor. The pool. more the options. The more options. I don't. <laughs> who gives? Who gives a shit, right? Um. All right. So let's let's pick our titles today. Wait, wait for it, wait for it. Before we pick our titles today. Elon's sister is going to read a little bit about our penalty system, which we may or may oh. not have gone over. <laughs> which we may or may not have gone over. Uh, Elon's sister is currently dying. I I am watching her melt slowly. She's a witch and got water on her, so oh. we're we're working on it. Ain't that the way? All right. Um, <laughs> Ain't that the way? 
Boy, she pops. All right, uh, continue anyway. So, our penalty box. The penalty. We have a penalty system and a challenge. The penalty system. I don't know. Should it have like? <laughs> no, I, I won't do it. I believe the episode that didn't get aired was the first one where we actually utilized the penalty on air, which episode didn't end up happening. Three, the so, lost episode. The, the, the cursed Bermuda Is this going to be episode. episode four, and then we're just going to keep going from there? Honestly, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you want to do it that way? Yes, we okay. skip episode three, it is now and, cursed. And it's, now, it's now the, la- <laughs> the lost episode, episode three. <laughs> Dude, I love that. We already created Mythos. Look at that. Mythos, uh, yeah. the hero. Woo. Okay. He so. solved the great Carlon War conflict. Oh, tales talk. At All the right. sacred ground, at the point where the tower. Sorry, continue. So, we are now introducing a challenge. The challenge is going to be uh, that in every story, we have to use an SAT word picked at random from the lovely, ugly box beside of me. Copyright 1997 and updated in 2004. Wow! <laughs> uh, we're going to pick an SAT word, and we have to use that SAT word in the story. Should we fail to use it gracefully and correctly in the story? G- okay, we let, let's put let's put a tag on that. Gracefully? No, just correctly. Gracefully? Should we fail to? Should we how, fail how, to use how the hard story? is that going to be? What if we build a character who's like pointedly not like mute and not able to talk? How do we throw that in? How are we going to have that character in the first place, huh? <laughs> right. This is an know. audio medium. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, she makes a very good point, friends. I'm dying of allergies today. Fun fact. All right. <laughs> are you Are you going to be okay? Do I need to get you water? Uh, we are several miles apart, so I'd love to see how that works. Um, I'll, get, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. It's called Uber and Grubhub. Um, so. Uh, also, also, don't forget to check your inbox. I know. I know you're sick, and I know you're dying. And I know we <laughs> already fucked up so much, but... <laughs> Maybe we can eke out something useful. My eye is so itchy. All right, so. Um, What's wrong? Do you need water? Do you need hot water? Do you need tea? I can get you tea. Shop, you let soup? me finish my explanation. So, should we fail to use the word in the story correctly, we have to go to the penalty box. The penalty box will uh, send us to read some of the most... Hate strange it. and smutty fan fiction we can find. And we have to read that for as long as we can without breaking. No laughing, no smiling, no cracking. Which you won't well, know. You won't know. To... I mean, you'll but hear we'll the know. laughter, but we'll, but the smile. We'll be holding each other accountable for that, so. Or not. We'll turn off our cameras and cheat. <laughs> nah, haven't yet. Um... So, let's pick some titles. With all of that being said, (laughs) including all of the episodes we didn't get to, now that we've said all of that, let's pick some titles. Let's pick some fucking titles, man. Okay. Title one. You know, it occurs to me. <laughs> if we're trying to build a listener base, shouldn't we explain how everything works every episode? <laughs> Whatever. Haven't we been doing that? <laughs> I guess. But, no, but, I mean, it's fine. We're good. It's fine. People will understand. It's not that We'll do it better next episode, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. This is a practice episode that's going to be aired publicly. Uh... <laughs> The, Just okay, get through the, one fucking episode. <laughs> episode one, the bagpipers love. Thank you, Killian Morkby, for your suggestion. For title number two, not episode. <laughs> yeah, Nimrod. <laughs> oh, right. God damn it. I meant the story. <laughs> A title. A title. For title number two, 
we have Marbles on the Sidewalk from Moonstone Silence. Title number three. Top 10 destinations for nap time. Virtue needs some cheaper thrills. What? Virtue needs some cheaper thrills. Got it. From S. Rubidob. Okay, number one, the bagpipers love. Number two, marbles on the sidewalk. Number three, ten, top, top, top ten destinations for nap time. And number four, virtue needs some cheaper thrills. We're gonna roll the magic D4. For those of you who are not tabletop gamers, the D4 is a four-sided dice, looks like a pyramid. <laughs> and yes! We did it, folks. We did it. We got a three. Top ten destinations for nap time. By Yuan's sister. And Ari's. <laughs> it's so funny. And before you we get there. You said, you said. <laughs> we suck so bad. Today is a day. All right. <laughs> um. Ari is pulling the SAT challenge word of the day. For today's challenge, we have Pantheon. Oh my god. <laughs> noun, all of the gods of a people. Other noun, a temple dedicated to these gods. Other noun, a group of legendary people. <laughs> Melville, Whitman, and Hawthorne form part of the Pantheon of American Literature. Pantheon. And now for today's story. <laughs> Top 10 destinations for nap time. <laughs> By Yuan's sister. And Ari's brother. <laughs> I'll kick off. <laughs> I meant to you. <laughs> You'll receive. That means you start. <laughs> no, I... Oh. You kick off means you start. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Okay. <clears throat> Many people think that when children are at their daycares, their nurseries, they simply giggle and gaggle and play with blocks. But when the adults are not watching, what's really happening is the children have a travel agency a network where they communicate through imperceivable coos and gurgles that each other can understand hundreds of thousands of miles away. And they let each other know of the best naptime destinations, similar to cats, as we've observed from Lawrence Filburn's 1942 cat study and in-depth look at cat communication. Similarly do the children communicate and the travel agency was born. The travel agency has done excessive studies on the best places to nap. They've scouted, as the cats do, sunspots on pillows and couches and homes. Beds of all sorts, cradles, and comfy armchairs. They've even looked at hammocks and swings in more exotic locations with warmer outdoor climates. Some have even looked at tree houses as places to nap, although the tree house caveat has been given that should you nap in a treehouse and a storm breaks out, you will likely end up dying. 
So nap time has become something of an eagerly awaited, exciting activity for the kids of the daycare, the children as they wait. For contrary to popular belief, it is not hard to put a child down to nap so long as you get them to the right place. Most locations would be what you'd expect. And as I've found, many of the locations vary by region. There are children of certain regions. That had such a sound to it. Like, I can't even... There was so much to it. There was gravel. There was depth. There was crinkle. It was beautiful. I mean, I truly... <laughs> I, I can't... Uh-huh. No, I, I appreciate it. Thank you for being here, dude. Uh, there is uh, no reason. <laughs> One of the top ten locations vary by, while they may vary by region, many have commonalities. And last year, the 2052 edition, last year's edition, of top ten destinations for nap time included included a balcony of an abandoned lake home at Lake Como. So for today, for a little treat, I have decided to iterate the top ten places in the northeast of the Americas. The Northeast Coast, the top ten destinations for nap time. On the napping pantheon, at placeholder number one, we have in rural Vermont, up in the mountains, a quiet armchair next to the fireplace. This armchair is quite big and sports a very lovely, soft, plush upholstery that is very comforting to sit on with a knit blanket next to the flames in the cold Vermont air. At place number two, we, <laughs> we at place number two, we have in Maine. In in Maine, we have a quiet sandbar uh -huh. next to a lake. <laughs> you can hear the gentle waves in the lake lapping while you lie on this small beach napping. The rhymes. Another location which I find most interesting is, is, uh, this one was submitted, by the way, by Timothy Tolston, uh, and he, he, he specifically wrote, in Captain, sleeping against, nestled against Captain Wiggletail, uh, apparently his golden retriever. As you can see, the the nuance of these lists are very difficult to pin down. But we here at Shining Time Press do want to put out the first potentially national codified top ten location based on hard data. So we're putting out a poll to all the youngsters so that we can gather empirical news data. I mean, why we're, we're talking about 
we're talking about the pantheon of nap locations. You want the best of the best. Ones that would rival Egyptian cats sleeping atop a throne. Or... It looks like you moved toward it, so I'm... <laughs> For spot number four... <laughs> You're just jumping! <laughs> That's why I had moved away. I thought you were going to finish your sentence. <laughs> no, 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 go. It's funny. <laughs> we're definitely going to have to go to the penalty box for this story. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're, we're kind of doing it a little bit. We used Pantheon correctly, but this does not have a through line. All right. Anyway. Um, I mean, we have a beginning. We've established the travel agency. We have a middle. The descriptions. We don't have an ending. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, for spot number four, this one was submitted by a more adventurous uh, napper. Napper. Dash Henderson. Dash has said that he prefers to nap on the branch of his favorite climbing tree. This seems a rather risky maneuver. But it seems that on the empirical poll of data we released, Dash is not among. Dash is not alone in wishing to nap on branches of the favorite climbing trees. Several other children have also submitted that they do indeed enjoy taking naps that high up in such a dangerous position. Spot number five on the list. <laughs> we have... And as Susie... As Susie and Noah, sitting across from each other at the little table, continued to write in crayon on their sheets and talk across the table to each other in formal speak, uh, a woman of about 29 walks up behind them and goes, All right, uh, Susie, Noah, we're, 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 we're going to play over here now. I know you like your crayons, but uh, what you working on over there? And... Noah turns to her and goes, Madam, please, we are recording a podcast here. Huh? <laughs> the end. No! Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Incorrect. Why? That, that makes no sense. That is, that is bad improv. You can't do that. <laughs> Why? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Explain to me why I can't make the two kids, like, intelligent and record, like, sitting across a table from each other, writing down shit, and thinking they're recording a podcast, and the teacher comes over and tries to hurry them along. But we're not sure, like Calvin and Hobbes, we're not sure if they're really recording a podcast, or if it's just in their heads. No, we know they're not recording a podcast because you specified that they are drawing with crayon at the table in the middle of their daycare, which means they do not have recording equipment or a microphone or any sort of recording ability. So no, they are not recording a podcast. Had you said, ma'am, we are planning a podcast here, that might have changed a little bit. But okay, also, okay, okay. you put no, pre no tie from what the story had been up until that point till this ending. This ending came a hard yes, switch out of yes, nowhere. Yes, it, di it did come at you pretty hard like a brick wall. But, but I think that's how this one needed to end. You could have at the very least tied it into them plotting out their top ten nap time. Okay, whatever. fine. Revision. I will edit this back in. Doesn't work that way. We sure. have to go to the penalty box. Fuck. <laughs> That's what you get for bad improv. You have to read terrible smut. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are we reading today, Ari? <laughs> 
I believe we are uh, working through one C horse prints. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Here goes nothing. D- this does anyone is... re- remember where we were? <laughs> no, because as far as they know, this has never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. This is Once E Horse Prince by Epic Concealer Gamer 696969. Where, 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 where am I starting? <laughs> Epic on Onsler. Oh, fuck. Um, I guess the, the beginning. <laughs> Summary. Tired of his boring city life, once he decides to go to a farm, will he find love? Notes, it's done. Read and enjoy my contribution to this world. <clears throat> I'm going to read this with the artist's and author's original intention behind the words. So if there are uh, uh, typos or grammatical incorrections, in I am reading the words as they were written. I will not correct them. <clears throat> once he goes to a farm and meets a mysterious man horse oh boy I'm so tired and sad I hate the city I just want to get back to nature and have no worries in my life once he said sadly (laughs) oh who what will I ever do with my life sad face Em- em- emoji. Uh, oh, hey, Wansi. An unknown, an unknown voice said from below him. Sounds like L eight Ike. You've got a lot of problems. Why don't you go to a farm? Relive your troubles. It will be re- relaxing. I promise. This is good advice, but who is saying it to me? Once he asked, it is me. Then Pennywise emerged from the sewer. Oh. <clears throat> it is Pennywise from the famous band Oncey and the Sewer Clowns. Thank you, Pennywise. I will do as you say. You are wise, and I trust you with my life. Goodbye, Oncey. I must leave now. The sewer is my true home. Love you. And just like that, he was gone. Once he knew what he had to do, he had to go to his own true home, a farm. A farm! Sorry, it's exclamation. It's excited. A farm! Once he could already picture himself picking carrot, carrots, shear a sheep, milk the cows, feed pigs, and hold chickens t- the chickens tenderly so that they know they are loved. I think that was a laugh. <laughs> What? No, it was not. I was tr- I was reading it wrong. Uh, I I read it wrong, but it's okay. It's close enough. Hold the chickens tenderly so they know that they are loved. I said I added a that. I'm sorry, author. I did not mean to put words in your mouth, in your hand, on your typing. Once he began his, <clears throat> once he began his journey to the nearest farm. It was eighty miles away, but luckily, <laughs> <laughs> that's a laugh. All right. <laughs> it's so hard. Because this... I got through a lot. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm going to do it too now because... Why? It was a... Oh, it we was both a bad story. Up. We both <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> we did oh, not also, do a good job. Also, also, great title. So sorry, Rave. <laughs> we apologize for what we did to your story. All right. Um, so you're picking up once he began his journey to the nearest farm yes it was 80 miles away but luckily once he has the power to walk faster than the average person he got there in only several days it was night when he arrived oh boy am I tired maybe I will go sleep in a pile of hay once he said and that is exactly what he did once he slept in the barn on a pile of hay it was much nicer than he expected Time skip, next day. Once he awoke with a start. 
Veer was a man's face only inches away from Oncey's own face. Oncey stared into the man's emerald orbs. His eyes. He was so beautiful. Then Oncey goes to look at his hot body. Oh! Horse. Smiley face. Emoji. (laughs) Oncey is so shocked to see that he actually has a horse body and ears and neck. What could this mean? And why is Oncey so attracted to him? Um, hello, said Oncey. Oh, sorry, the stranger said. I didn't mean to wake you. My name is Yuma, and you? Oh, Oncey said. You can call me Oncey. Oncey, Yuma smiled. What a beautiful name. I have a feeling you and me are going to be great friends, Oncey. Winky face emoji. And Yuma just and and just like that, Yuma was gone. Once he didn't see him again until two days later, when Yuma uh, rushed was, into the was, barn. Was gone. Was gone. Was gone. Is all yeah. one word. Was gone. Yeah. Why, hello there, Oncey. Winky face. How would you like to help me do some chores? Winky face. Emoji. Oh, 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 sure. Once he followed, followed. Full ode, Yuma into the house. Thir three was a giant pile of onions. Uh oh. We are going to cut these onions into small pieces, Oncey. Yuma said. Oh no! Once he thought, he blushed with embarrassment. Once he had never cut onions before. Sorry. Once he had never cut up an onion before. But Yuma was so cool and sexy, he didn't want to d- disappoint him. Once he slowly lifted the knife, with shaking hands, once he slowly cut the onion, very poorly, hot dog style. Um, Oncey, Yuma said. What are you dong? I'm sorry, Yuma. <laughs> what are you dong? I've kept my secret from you. I am from the city, and therefore... Have never cut an onion. I didn't want you to think less of me. Once he hung his head in shame. It is okay, once he. I will help you. <coughs> Winky face. Yuma what said with that? a special smile on his face. Then no, Yuma... fuck. <laughs> That's what you sound like. I'm doing it on purpose, you know. Um, you laughed, by the way. That was because of your oh, Spock. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's what you're doing. I, I know, but I didn't like... laugh at what I was doing. I laughed because of you. Anyway. No, no, no. Yeah, well, heckling's allowed. Is it? <laughs> I think so. It makes it funnier. Okay, fine. Should I finish it? <laughs> We're almost done. <laughs> no, you, no, no. We, okay. No, you, you, you giggled. I giggled, fine. I giggled at your heckling. All right. By the way, an important thing. The notes on this story... Our um, Elon sister, would you please read them? P. <laughs> For those of you who, who did not hear, P. Uh, spelled P, as in piss. For our next title. <laughs> For our next title, Rolling the Magic D3. Are we picking Sorry. a new challenge? Or should D4. we keep him? No, roll a new challenge. God damn that word. Like a D4. D4 is a pyramid. For those of you who don't know, the bagpipers love. And we have to use the word postulate. 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 Okay. Postulate to assume something to be true. It's a verb, especially as the basis of an argument. Before the debate commences, the moderator would like to postulate a few things in order to assure continuity. Postulate. And now on to the bagpiper's love. By by Elon's sister. And Ari's brother. Once upon a time, in the great... In the great... City of Glasgow. There was a lone bagpiper. <laughs> he used to practice his bagpipes daily. 
He would go out into the yard at 5 a.m. and bagpipe. And everyone neighboring would hate him for it because he would wake them up at such an ungodly hour and call him a stick and the absolute worst and a fargan icehole and that he should be taking one up the arse for his bagpiping at 5 the fuck a.m. What the fuck was wrong with this guy? But Bram knew. Bram knew that every single day, if he didn't start the morning with his bagpipes, he would not learn exactly what he needed to. And yeah, Glasgow is a busy city. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty populated. But, uh... Bram would sit there at the edge of his bed and postulate that the only way he could be the absolute best bagpiper in the entire land was if he practiced every morning. And not only did he practice in the morning, but he would go about his day. So the, the way his mornings would work is he'd wake up, he'd do a round of bagpipes in about 30 minutes. And boy, was that loud. And then he'd go on a run and he'd jog around a big farm and he'd come back and he'd get in his, he'd get in and he'd go take a shower. And then he'd go back and play more bagpipes. Because that was, you know, his regimen. And he, and he kept practicing. But boy, was he good. I mean, he could play along with the piping band of Scotland, the Royal Pipes of Scotland. He would watch them march and he would play along. And he was good. He wasn't in him, but he was good. It was his dream to one day join the Royal March to be one of the Royal Bagpipers of Scotland. But it was so easy, since everyone hated him so much. His bagpiping was ever so loud, and they would shout at him whenever he was on his run about how much of a shitty human he was for doing that to them, for waking them up with bagpipes. So fucking early. How dare he? He used to ignore them, because Bram knew. He knew. It was all about his bagpipe, and this is what he dreamed of since he was a little kid. It's what he wanted to be. It's what his dad had left him to be. A bagpiper. A legend among the traveling musicians. And he wanted to catch up with his dad. He wanted to understand what was so great about bagpipes. That his dad would leave him for it. And he was beginning to, by starting the morning with his bagpipes. And by playing along with the Royal March. He was beginning to get it. And he really, really wanted that bagpiper. He loved it. He used to collect. He would go around Scotland finding different bagpipes and collecting them. It was a skill to bagpipe. It took a lot of breath and control and time and diligence and no one understood no one understood the art the craft the artistry no one understood how hard he was going for this his ma didn't understand she wanted him to do something useful with his life he didn't want to just wanted to be a bagpiper the old man who sat in the pub now his name, that was Angus, old man Angus, 84 years old, and all he did all day was drink a fucking cup of whiskey, and he lived every single goddamn day. He was good. Old man, but he appreciated Bram, appreciated what he was doing. One day he called Bram over when he was in a pub and said, Bram lad, come here. Now listen, I never play the bagpipes. But I play banjo, and I used to live in a town where nobody liked the banjo. They said it sounded like Satan's guitar, and they, and they called me uh, sacrilegious. Almost kicked me out of the church, but you know what? I kept playing, and now I'm damn good. Listen, and he, he took from, from seemingly nowhere. Uh, are we, uh, is the narrator the narrator? Yeah. And from seemingly nowhere, he pulled out a banjo and just started 
claw hammer and, and it just sounded amazing and uh, beautiful and people gathered around and put little coins on his feet and it was it was you know having the crate it was a great it was a great time but of course that's not quite the same as as the bagpipes you can't just whip out the bagpipes and hope to get some tips in a pub if you play the bagpipes in a pub nobody's talking <laughs> they're only listening to the pipes because they're so loud but that was the problem bram was finding the old man turned to him and said just keep doing what you're doing and here take this it's my investment and he handed him and he handed it and he handed him a coin and said go get yourself a drink on me and think about what you need to do so Bram, Bram got... walked up. Bram so walked Bra up. <laughs> Bram walked up to the bar and slapped the coin down and said, Alright, give me a Lefroig. And as he sat there drinking his Lefroig. No, that was so much more Irish than Scottish, you little wee minx. Get back to this accent. Do not mix them up. Fucking no. Oh my god. And as he imagine? sat there, as he sat there drinking his Lefroig. Much better, yeah, much better. Yeah, if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? <laughs> is, that is, he, you, is that your trigger? That's my, you that's my trigger. That. If you had yeah, the chance to change real. your fate, would, would you? you? Yeah, so as he sat there drinking his Lefroig, he realised what he had to do was to leave the city. He needed to go somewhere more open, more more spacious, with less people, where he could practice his bagpipes without upsetting everyone. So he was like, ah, I know what I must do. I gotta go to the Highlands. And he went up to the, to the Highlands. He went to the Isle of Sky. There's more open there, less people. Very beautiful scenery. And he could wake up at his 5 a.m and do his bagpipes and take his run and come back and do more bagpiping and no one would be pissed at him so he went and as he was breathing in that Isle of Sky air doing his run after his morning bagpiping he came across a wee lass who was running the opposite direction Are you the tosser who was playing bagpipes at 5am? A ah, shite, he thought. You see, Bram had left the city to escape this eventual confrontation that he'd been having all his life. It was pretty fucking good, the, the, the wee lass said in excitement. You're a good fucking bagpiper. Going? Go okay, to. okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. <clears throat> but I looked at her confused and said, I? You think I'm good? And she looked at him, she looked up at him since she was a wee lass and only 11 years old. She looked up at him and said, Yeah, you fucking wanker, you're pretty damn good. You could keep working on it, but. You know, it's got a good tone. My grandpa used to play, his grandpa used to play, and his grandpa used to play. They all play bagpipes up in the easels. But don't worry. You're pretty good, keep working on it. I'm gonna go, but first, I'm gonna turn toward this narrator over here who's been following us this whole time, and I'm gonna punch him in the fucking face for making us such stereotypes. So excuse me. The end. You gotta stop doing that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? The shock endings. <laughs> that had to happen. I'm sorry. That had to happen. Honestly, though, he could have, like, we could have gotten to a resolution with his love of bagpipes. We did. You just did. We just did. He moved up to the mountains. 
to be good, and for the first time in his life, someone said, you're pretty good. Keep, keep at it. It wasn't I mean, the she's... first time, because the guy in the bar said it. Yeah, but everyone else around him was saying, no, get the fuck out. And in this case, the only person around him said, good job. You know what I mean? That's that is true. a resolution. Yeah, fair enough. That, that resolved it. And then we were... <laughs> no, I think we did a good job, and I think uh, we saved our asses for the fucking horrible <laughs> stereotyping we just did. Could have been worse. <laughs> sure, it could have been. We could have been not stereotyping white people, but still... All right. All right. Let's, uh, was that two? That's two. All right. That was episode three or that was 97. That mess. <laughs> well, don't worry. Episodes four, five, and six will go a lot better, Ari. Um, okay. Will they? Will they really? <laughs> they sure will. Uh, well. <laughs> Wait a minute. This, okay. Uh, I think we go... Do you want to plug anything? No. Um, <laughs> I think there's... So it's... I didn't pull well, up the script yet. <laughs> so is it, well, those were titles? We have it in the fucking script! Those were stories. These are titles of This is a Podcast. Dry your cheese, everyone. We'll be back next time. Okay. Ready? Yes. Those were stories. These are titles. And this is a podcast. Dry your tears, everyone. We'll be back next time. Whether you want us or not, we'll be back next time, kids. And I went, oh boy, were they crying, this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is the first recording of the day, folks. We're fucked. Uh, okay. Bad. Uh, don't forget to stretch your kneecaps. <laughs>